Hello, I'm Charles Coves, Australasia's passion provocateur. Welcome to this week's episode of the Charles Coves Show, whether you're watching on YouTube, on Rumble, or listening via podcast. In this week's show, my big idea is to explore the 11 wonderful ways in which industrial hemp can and will save our planet, provided that governments do not get in the way. For regular viewers and listeners, I've got a big surprise. It's going to be a different show today. I'm not following the regular format. I'm talking about this major topic of industrial hemp because it's so important and because I don't want this show to be too long. We will revert to our normal format in next week's show. This show was inspired by my need this week to prepare a submission to the Victorian government here in Australia that is conducting an inquiry on industrial hemp and how it can help Victoria into the future. I'm the Chief Executive Officer of Textile and Composite Industries. I started consulting to that company in October 2012, almost 11 years ago. I became the Chief Executive Officer when the founder of the company, Adrian Clark, died in October 2015, three years after I started to get involved with the company. TCI supplies the world's best hemp decorticator, a machine for processing hemp, all around the world. A picture of that decorticator is now on your screen. The website for the company is textilecomposite.industries. I am also the Secretary of the Australian Industrial Hemp Alliance, Australia's peak national body for industrial hemp. Industrial hemp is cannabis. It is low THC form of cannabis, and it is THC that gets you high. Any cannabis with low THC will not get you high. CBD that you've heard of, I'm sure, does not get you high. Many politicians do not understand this, and many politicians make decisions about cannabis and hemp whilst being totally ignorant. I became Secretary of AIHA in 2017. Its website is hempalliance.org.au. I am on the four-man executive board of the Federation of International Hemp Organisations. I am the Secretary of FIHO. There are nine directors globally of FIHO. Its website is fiho.org. So you might say, I know a little bit about industrial hemp and cannabis. I consider industrial hemp and the cannabis plant to be the most amazing plant available to humanity. For those of you who believe in God, I consider it's the most amazing plant given to humanity by God. But presently, it's a cottage industry globally. In other words, it's a small industry. Why do you think that is? I am often asked this question. If hemp is so good, how come it's such a small industry? It has less than 300,000 hectares of hemp growing globally. My simple answer to that 
is bloody politicians or incompetent politicians or corrupt politicians or some other descriptor of politicians, as well as government interference in the name of safety. Well, you know how good governments are at protecting your safety. Just look at what we've been going through for the last four years, all in the name of saving you. I don't want government to save me, thank you very much. Governments are also corrupted because they act in the commercial interests of other parties. They make decisions based on the representations of people whose existing business interests will be harmed if they stop blocking new products, new solutions coming on the market. And hemp and cannabis is one of those solutions and and has been proven to be blocked by government interference. It's now time for that government interference to be, t- to be totally removed. I call on the removal of that government interference. Hemp's time is here. I will share 11 wonderful ways in which hemp will save our planet. And then I will share five steps that must be taken by government by government authorities, by companies, and each one of us watching and viewing this show. If these steps are taken, hemp's time will indeed be here. I love our planet. Regular viewers and listeners know that I love our planet. I want to protect it. I want to rejuvenate it. I want to regenerate it because it's the only planet we have. I've been involved in organic farming since 1976. I deeply understand regenerative agriculture. Our planet certainly has a soil emergency problem. It has been chemicalised beyond belief. Our planet has a waste problem, particularly plastic waste and plastic pollution. Our planet has water and air pollution problems. However, Our planet does not have a climate emergency or a climate crisis. Nevertheless, understanding how hemp can solve various emergencies will reinforce the need to go deeply into hemp and understand how hemp can save our planet. To keep this show at a reasonable length, I will need to keep my explanations at a minimum. While I'm doing those explanations, I will keep imbibing my wonderful caffeine. Not cannabis, but caffeine. Mm. Further details of all of these propositions that I'm putting to you are available on request. Any one of you who wants me to speak at conferences or meetings or corporate meetings is most welcome to contact me and let's have a discussion about that. Now, there are 10 major categories of products and solutions that can be made from industrial hemp and from cannabis. The picture on your screen shows these 10 categories. They are food, clothing, shelter, buildings. Number four, is medicinal solutions, fertilizers, biofuels, composite products such as those used to replace fiberglass, body care products and cosmetics, ropes and binding solutions, and lastly, packaging solutions of all types. Isn't that amazing? 
I think it's amazing. That's why I say hemp is the most amazing plant that is available to humanity. You can see a picture of a hemp crop on your screen. This crop grew from seed in 100 days. Imagine that, up to four meters in height over 100 days. That's four centimeters of growth each day. It can produce usable biomass of up to 25 tons per hectare, but the number that I think of is 10 tons per hectare of usable biomass. Now these 11 hemp solutions that will save our planet are not in any particular order of importance. And there are many more than just 11 solutions. I've tried to distill the best and most relevant 11 for your consideration. There are many more. If you can see a problem, contact me and we'll discuss how hemp can be a solution. Here's hemp solution number one. Hemp can help every company that chooses to or is required to comply with ESG requirements, that's environmental, social and governance requirements, to elegantly fulfill those requirements. Number two, hemp can help every company that chooses to or is required to comply with circular economy problems to elegantly handle those problems. It can particularly help in eliminating plastic waste, plastic pollution. Plastic can be replaced with hemp alternatives. Number three, Australia's and many other countries' greatest security risk is lack of fuel independence, lack of independent fuel supply. Hemp can produce unlimited quantities of ethanol from the core of the plant called herd. This is a true biofuel. Ethanol can be used to power most engines with slight modifications and this ethanol can also be refined to power jet engines, the whole aviation industry. Number four, hemp can produce unlimited quantities of biodiesel, another true biofuel to replace diesel fuel. This fuel will power farm tractors and many large machines. Number five, Biofuel from hemp can power existing electricity generating equipment and could be used to replace coal. In Australia, everyone's raving about using coal to generate electricity. Well, hemp biofuel can be used to generate those existing machines. Affordable electricity can be maintained with virtually zero greenhouse gas emissions without having to spend mega amounts of capital on new infrastructure spending for renewable energy solutions. Number six. Aren't you excited by this? I am. Hempcrete homes are healthier and more energy efficient and more economic than normal homes. And hempcrete homes can be made for totally upmarket buildings as well as low-cost social housing. Number seven, less wealthy countries, countries on levels one and two of the United Nations' four levels of categorizing nations, can transform their nations, can transform their economies with hemp by using hemp 
as an import replacement to replace fuel that is often imported or products that are imported. Each country has different import requirements that can be replaced with hemp grown locally. Countries can literally lift themselves up by their bootstraps by effectively and economically growing major hemp crops. Number eight, hemp seed is a wonderful and healthy food source, particularly of protein. You will be healthier if you eat hemp seed and hemp seed oil. Put hemp seed oil on every salad that you make. You don't cook with hemp seed oil. Number nine, cheap cotton and synthetic textiles are creating massive waste problems throughout the world. Hemp clothing will solve that problem. Hemp clothing and hemp textiles are better, healthier, create less waste because people hold on to them and use them for a long time and will therefore reduce textile waste problems. Also, growing with hemp requires less use of pesticides, herbicides and chemicals than growing cotton. I love that cotton is a natural product and organic cotton is a wonderful natural product, but non-organic cotton is less so of a natural product. Number 10. Hemp composite products are being developed to replace timber in many applications, including many buildings. This application of hemp will reduce the need to cut down trees for those places where this is a relevant factor for the environment. Hemp solution number 11, the last one. New jobs will be created requiring new skills for the ongoing transformation of hemp crops into this into the wonderful range of products that can be made from hemp and this creation of new jobs and new skills will also lift the the economic prospects the gdp and also the quality of life in countries there are many more solutions these 11 solutions alone can enable any country to achieve net zero carbon emissions if it wishes to. Although for the reasons previously expressed, I'm not so concerned about net zero because I say there is no climate emergency, there is no climate crisis, but we have the other emergencies. I created a mantra for hemp, HP by four, that's showing on your screen. Healthy products, healthy people, healthy planet, healthy profits. Every business needs profits, but the purpose of business is not profits. Profits is the fuel that enables a company or a business to keep progressing, to keep operating. Profits to a company is like oxygen to a human being. It's essential for survival, but it's not the purpose for the business. So how do we make all this happen? I say there are five key steps. Number one, governments all around the world, state and federal, must do everything they can to remove any unnecessary impediments 
to the use of industrial hemp. And the word unnecessary means really unnecessary, not BS unnecessary. Even now, as I'm speaking to you, the Australian government's Pesticides and Veterinary Medicines Authority, the APVMA, is wrongly attacking the use of hemp as food for animals. It is acting unlawfully, contrary to law. I say it's disgraceful, and it's all being done in the name of safety. This is an example of what governments do to block hemp and cannabis and the wonderful benefits that you and I and the planet can get from it. Again, all in the name of safety. When governments talk to you about safety, run for cover. Number two, large companies need to educate themselves on the 11 hemp solutions that I've discussed in this show and the information on the websites that I have referred to and then take steps to invest serious funds to create the solutions that hemp can provide to solve their problems, to help their business activities bloom. Most companies practice greenwashing. They say they're keen on reducing environmental and other harms to our planet and to people, but they do nothing if it costs them money. I call on companies to stop greenwashing. I'm delighted that stock exchanges around the world are now checking up on proclamations by companies that say they're interested in in net zero or minimal harms or ESG matters, but actually don't do anything if it's going to cost them a cent. Number three, large investment funds, superannuation funds and serious investors that wish to save our planet from the emergencies that I've referred to need to be willing to put serious money, considerable money into these hemp solutions to convert it from a cottage industry that is unnecessarily blocked by governments and red tape into one of the world's major agricultural and value-adding industries. Number four step. Local government authorities and most government authorities are risk-averse and are unwilling to do anything new without incontrovertible proof, unless, of course... There are companies or people with plenty of money who are giving inducements and incitements to politicians to do something new. Such authorities must shift their attitude towards new solutions and give preference to hemp solutions. I'll give you one example of that. Governments should specify hemp textiles for all uniforms for government employees and particularly first responders. First responders hate synthetic textile uniforms because after half a day, their perspiration smells on those uniforms. If you wear hemp textiles, you can wear clothing for four weeks without washing it and it won't smell because it's natural antibacterial, antimicrobial. Isn't that amazing? Number five, the last step. You, dear viewers and listeners, need to demand hemp products and solutions from large companies, from your suppliers of various products and solutions, and from your retail suppliers. 
so that your demand will drive ever-increasing investment and ever-increasing solutions from, from all industry. That demand will drive investment. It will be a mutually supportive, circular, economical growth. So there you have it. Industrial hemp and cannabis can save our planet and it will. The only question is how quickly this will happen. I want to see it happen quickly. It's up to us. And there are people watching and listening to the show who work in government, who can play a crucial role in implementing these five steps to use these five hemp solutions. Let's make it happen. Again, please don't hesitate to ask for any further information or resources you need arising from the ideas that we've suggested in this show. I'm confident about the importance, the value of industrial hemp. I'm confident that hemp can solve many of the emergencies that face us. I'm confident that hemp can save and will save our planet. And I'm confident that if we speak up enough against government interference, that interference to the progress of hemp will reduce. Thanks for watching or listening. Have a great week full of passion, challenge and the enjoyable exploration of who you are. I look forward to being with you next week. Bye.